This is Good Riddance the Podcast. This is your boy Ivory. Um, I've, as people most affectionately call me, um, here alongside me is the host with the most. My man, Pots and Pans, 100 grand, whatever you want to say, whatever you want to make rhyme, is my man Jay. He take a little swig and l- 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 holla at the people, man. Man, we back. We are back. It's good to uh, be back, if I may. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good to have a place to come back to after uh, not being there for a while. Would you agree? I would agree. It's like a timeshare. Yeah, except you don't want to pay for a timeshare. Bingo. <laughs> you do not want to pay for a timeshare. Anybody out there that's paying for a timeshare, um, stop. Get a job. <laughs> you should probably stop. And, uh, you know, this is not worth it. You do, know? do something productive with yourself and with your money. Yeah. But anyways, um, we back at you. Good Riddance, the podcast. This is episode 45. Episode 45, they put me on game before we got on the microphone, which is awesome because we've been at it for 45 weeks. And that's a lot of commitment. That's a lot of dedication. Low-key. Way more than I can say about any of you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nah, man. But we, uh, we're here with it, man. We... um. Bi-weekly now, so if you if 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 you're going a little bit of time without hearing our voices, is because of that very reason right there. Um, but anyways, uh, nevertheless, I do want to say I I would I do want to send out my thank yous, my appreciation to those that listen, those that comment, those that share their feedback. Um, if you're a first time listener, thank you for being here. Um, absolutely, you can find us. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on uh, Google Play. Uh, SoundCloud and this week we will actually now be on Spotify for those people who have uh, mentioned to me that man why are you not on Spotify man that's my preferred DSP DSP fill me in bro DSP digital um oh shit I'm, I'm oh, like, shit. I, I should have never asked the goddamn wait, wait no no I'll, I'll think of it uh, <laughs> uh, digital streaming platform Ah, digital. So where do you do your streaming? Now we'll be on Spotify. Spot I, and to be honest, we should uh I should be shooting myself in the foot for not doing this sooner. Just for the simple fact that Spotify is um way, way, way more um Podcast uh, driven. Podcast driven, podcast friendly. It is for podcasters, even though I was reading an article that Apple is um making a play to to do some catching up. Um, they should have been on it, man. Because if you had an iPhone, I think I, I've had an iPhone since like iPhone four. There's always been a podcast app there. Yep, I've and always for, seen it. Yeah, and for Apple to not have, you know what I mean? It's kind of one of those things. And this is gonna segue segue right into something that I was reading earlier that I think you'll find interesting. That has been a recurring theme on the last few podcasts. Um, but you know what I mean? For them, you know, it, it's like it's one of those things where it's like you're first to the party. But you ain't really revolutionizing. You ain't really creating and driving that party, right? It's the dudes that came in after you. And I kind of feel like that's the perfect analogy for this Apple shit because they. Sh- There's no reason why they why they should be this, you know, non podcast driven. But nevertheless, if you if you're working for Apple, if you are any type of decision maker, um, we host our podcast on your platform. So we're forever grateful for that. Um, I just think y'all could have been um, a little bit more on the ball. 
More productive. More productive. More productive. If I may. There should have been people in those cute corner offices with those nice Calvin Klein suits. Okay. More on top of it. And that's just me coming from a little broke kid from South Central Los Angeles. Um, But anyway, um, episode 45. Um... I guess we should just start chopping it up, man. How was your, how was the last couple of weeks for you, G? I was all right, man. I couldn't complain. I've been uh, doing a lot of focusing on myself lately. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. I, we, we, we had a little small chat about this, man. But I, I, I've been in this little phase of mine where I really believe that it's important more than ever to focus some time on yourself. A hundred percent. You have to, uh, you, you, you literally have to, uh, know how to, to adjust just for the simple fact, or just to adjust to yourself, man, learn how to, uh, just treat yourself, man. I mean, yeah, you know what? I don't know, man. I, I guess I've been on this, like I said, I've been on this little phase, just telling myself, you know what? What can I do mm-hmm. to make myself a, a tad bit better, you know, a little bit more relaxed, more collective, and more productive? Because mm-hmm. I, I found myself in a little phase, you know, once upon a moment where I wasn't being as productive as I should be. I wasn't doing as much as I can be. You it's know? easy to get caught in that everyday monotony, bro. Mm-hmm. Just that routine, that dreadful fucking routine. It's easy just to kind of fall back into it and just kind of say cool I'm gonna go to work I'm gonna clock in yeah clock out to go to lunch clock back in go to work clock back out go home clock back in come back and then when you when you when you're in that when you're in that it just it's very draining I'll say that and it's consuming bro it's very consuming yeah 100% I generally think there's a lot of people out there going through the same shit man I will probably tell you guys man read a book you know, do, find find something to do. Find something productive, something that you like. Mm-hmm. You know, or or you know what? Better yet, man. I guess one of the other things I've been trying out. I've been doing things that make me uncomfortable. You ever fuck with that before? Um, you mean you've been doing things purposely because you know it'll make you yeah uncomfortable? I've been purposely putting myself in positions that I know that I normally wouldn't be comfortable with, and I've been doing it for the sole purpose of. Just trying to, you know, make my brain think more. Right. Like, okay, instead of just, you know, hiding from this, why don't I show my weaknesses and, you know, work them out? Just like a muscle. Important. You know? That's very important. I I, I definitely want to start, or I definitely need to start doing that way more, um, way more often. Because, I, like I said, I, I fall into that, to that, to that hamster wheel far too often. And it usually takes... Um, seeing somebody else get a breakthrough, it usually takes something drastic happening in front of me to like really realize, like, fuck, I've been uh fucking sitting on my hands too long. I need to fucking get up and I need to get out and do something. Like that one song, you need to get up, get out, and do something. Oh yeah, hey, that's it. <laughs> get it while the getting's good. Yeah, man. So it, it usually takes that. Like, like I get, I get hella motivated. By the progression of other people 
when I see somebody else post a graduation picture or um, say they got a raise or a promotion or a new job or this or that or bought a house, shit like that, I'm usually like, fuck, like, okay, all right. I see your accomplishment and I raise you one. At least that's what I'm at least that's what I'm thinking in my head because okay. I'm like genuinely super happy for everybody. But underneath all that, like I'm like, I gotta make something happen. I gotta make it happen. I gotta make it happen. Because like to keep it hundred percent with you, I'm yeah. twenty eight years old. I do not remember what my last real like accomplishment was. I do not remember the last real thing that I was able to like brag about or to like, you know what I mean? So I did, I need to continue to, oh shit. I need to continue to rack up the, the, accompli- the, the, the accomplishments, accomplishments, the notches, the things that I've, I'm proud of, the things that I want to do. Like, you know, I'm looking for it. Well, I, I agree. I agree. You should. I just feel that, you know, it's pretty good. huh? Yeah. It's different. Um, just in case for anybody who's wondering, uh, you know, we got some uh, Sam Adams cold snap, white ale with spices. A little bit different, a little bit different. But yeah, to, to jump back on this, um, yeah, man, I, I I don't know, man. I was reading this article, caught my attention. Yeah, you know, kind of just uh, on the topic of what we're on. Meanwhile, we're here. You know, they say that the majority of people that see like uh, like social media they see people succeeding they see people doing things and achieving things you know back in the day it was more or less when you would see this you know we, we we would feel happiness and then we would actually feel encouragement nowadays though according to this article it was basically expressing the fact that people actually get more depressed by seeing so many people making it or so many people succeeding, so many people getting something that they couldn't achieve or that they committed to more, whatever it is, right? And I, and I found this to be really interesting, you know, because, I mean, it's kind of similar to you. Like, I, when I see somebody succeeding, believe it or not, actually, the only thing that's different, right? it doesn't motivate me, you know, because I've, I've come to, like, have different motivations in my own, like, realm. Mm-hmm. But I feel happy for it, man. I feel really yeah. happy for him. Like I, it just—it's a genuine like happy. Like, damn, you—that's it's fucking amazing. I know how hard you work. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, but it's interesting, man. What do you think that is? Like, what do you think is that? You know, so many people instead of like being happier or even encouraged, I guess. You know, like how, like I was back in the day. Most people nowadays they they're actually feeling like they failed every time they see someone else succeed. Well, I mean, I don't know, man, because I think that's a real touchy subject. So if you're if you're talking if you're speaking more so to the people who uh, who hate, no 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 not not hate like people naturally hate like oh man fuck this you know no 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 I'm talking about people that actually see someone else's happiness mm-hmm. and I guess call it more of an envy you know because it's not hating you know you don't but you, envious is a touchy word too I was say, I, yeah. like because I. I think what you're talking about is something that I that I do. Like I'll see somebody's happiness or their accomplishments or just things positive happening for other people. Like it gives me an itch to be like for me to not have had that happen for myself is something I'm not doing correctly. So it's it's more one of those things that's like within, like 
so you know it, it's never any hate like you know it's never any I'm not envious but, but what did that like, depress you I'm, I'm sitting no it doesn't depress me either right I mean because the article was saying that it, 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 it generated more depression well I mean you know? I think those are the people who come to grips with themselves they accept the fact that they can't uh, do things like that they reach the point where they feel like they cannot um, um, break the surface in whatever platform industry that they're that they're trying to penetrate and when you've come to that thing when you've come to that type of thinking where you think you can't overcome something where you think you can't you get what I'm saying like that, that's why people commit suicide that's why people hurt other people that's why people hate on other people. Yeah, it's just, I think it all kind of drives back, boils down to the same thing. Um, you get what I'm saying? Like, and this 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 actually brings me to another conversation that I wanted to bring up to you. Um, did you hear that? Um, I don't know. Instagram is supposed to pilot it. I don't know how and where, but they're going to remove all the metrics from it. So you you'll be able to see you'll be able, you'll you'll be able to be on Instagram. You just won't see the comments. You won't see the likes. All you see is just people's content that they post, their pictures, their videos, whatever they're doing. You won't see any of that shit. You won't see the comments or the or like or the likes because is that by choice or they're just eliminating that in, in well, its entirety? Well, I think their thinking is more like scientific shit or like uh, medical shit that people find. A, a, there's a direct correlation to people finding validity on social media. Uh -huh. Like they, it, there's a there's a miss somewhere is what they're trying to say in that chain. Or you get what I'm saying? Like you think because you see this uh, picture, this picture got 10k likes. You think this picture is? You get what I'm saying? You you just get some type of false. Um, I can't even explain it, but you there's some sort of false. Uh, representation of it okay. but then you post a picture and you get 20 likes does that make sense like okay. you feel pop like I, I see where you're going okay. you feel popular so what they're trying to do is because people literally find um, just validation in social media and hmm. what the popular thing is and how do I ride this you know what I'm saying like how to stay new how to stay for just all types of shit so people they off themselves because of shit like that. But how would that work? Though? I, I guess look at it from a business perspective. How? Because normally, like, um, you know, when, you, when you're doing the marketing and shit like that, they normally go based on those likes. Like, how many likes does this person get or how many followers do they get because I mean, of those likes? I, I, I do where like, you're going. Like, all the influencers like, yeah, and how, comedians. How you, yeah. I mean, Instagram is still no. What well, mean? you're right. Actually, you, you, that is a bigger that is a bigger point. Because if you're on if you're on Instagram and you're getting 100k likes on every video and every and every picture, companies see that. Companies mm. companies directly reach out to you. So that becomes a little bit tough, then, right? I mean, or wouldn't it make it a little bit tough? Yeah, you you eliminate that source of income. That what not not source? Well, yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't, know, I, don't know, I don't know how they're gonna do it because a lot of people are getting paid off Instagram. Yeah, I mean, I do. finding jobs off Instagram. Yeah, and so now since these influencers, these influencers, excuse me, can't you know push their likes. So how would that work? 
I, I don't think Instagram give a fuck about that though. <laughs> no. I, why do, why does Instagram care? Well, may, I mean, maybe that's the thing. Maybe maybe it's a, it's about that time that someone else is gonna come into the books. Or maybe Instagram has found out a way to get a piece. Because you can literally go on Instagram yourself, find a way to break through, get hella likes and comments and and, and whatever subscribers, followers. Maybe Instagram has found a way to be like, oh, okay, you're going to get an endorsement deal from that company directly from, you got to get a little piece of that. But I'm sure they get a piece of that already. I mean, because I don't think so. I, I I would strongly believe, at least, that even these influencers, man, they, they do. They I mean, they pay for marketing. Well, um, no, no, I, but bro, look at bro. Go down your timeline. You see hella Instagram models. They get deals from Fashion Nova, whatever. Yeah. I don't think I'm as it's currently constructed. I don't think Instagram gets a part of that. I think that's Fashion Nova being active online, saying, "Oh, this girl, fat ass." She's getting forty k likes every photo. Damn, I wonder what that ass look like in, the, in our jeans. Boom. Let's send her some jeans. Let's send her a check. And have her. That's talk interesting. About. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, that's interesting. Maybe Instagram has found a way to cut a piece. Hmm. Maybe now these companies are gonna have to go to Instagram and say, "Hey, we're interested in XOXOXO." What are they metric? What are what are their metrics looking like? Oh, Instagram's like, oh, they average about forty k followers, um, or forty k likes. You know, man, that's interesting, bro. That's that's interesting you say that because you know what they just it literally just reminded me of like right now, Instagram is like boxing and promoters. It's all over the place. Anybody could advertise themselves. Anybody could start their own promotion company. It and was boom. like the UFC. But no, it, now it's getting like the UFC. Yeah, I'm, it, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was. Yeah. If, if, if what you're saying has merits, and I believe it does. I mean, maybe maybe I could just be overthinking it. I mean, I don't know. Hey, but but if, if you look at it from that perspective, I mean, that's what the UFC does, bro. They own the market, and they market their fighters, and they're the ones that say, hey, we think this person's worth this much, and you should pay this much. Right. Which could be good and bad all at the same time because boxing has way more money than the UFC does because of how they have it set up. So it's an interesting fit. I'm interested to see how it plays out. <laughs> Me too. What do you think about Snap? Snapchat? I think it's dead. All, I think it's all but dead. I, I'm not I'm not too familiar with Snap. I, I tried it, you know, like... See, you know, that's my problem, man. I, I really think this is my biggest issue. I just can't put a rap on social media. Like, I tried. And I, and I still try. Don't get me wrong. Right. I still try. But it's just like, I just can't figure it out yet. And it's not because the, the, this, the, the platform isn't there, because it's all there. It's just the fact that I just can't find it in myself to utilize that platform as it should be used just because I maybe I don't believe in myself enough maybe I don't know I, I don't, I, don't need, I, I highly doubt that's the case because I'm very well I mean for those that know me you guys know how I am but I just don't know right I just can't get involved with social media as as I see other people do I I, I get on a little traction mm -hmm. maybe two three posts all of a sudden I'm out for like two, three weeks, and all of a sudden, you know, a month goes by, two months. Hey, okay, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the content is not consistent. 
And I think that that's one of the biggest flaws. Yeah, yeah. That, consistency that I have. is key. Consistency is is key. Um, I just think for 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 cats like us, nobody's really. You just it's just a slow grind. It's like a slow, steady grind, garnering one follower after another after another, just touching people. Right, but, but you have after, to build after, content to touch yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. On that's what, that's what I'm saying. You gotta, you gotta come with the consistent basis, and you just touch them one at a time. And after you've touched so many people, the nose people touch people for you, and then you know what I mean. That's how you start bringing it in. And that's how it works. Yeah, you're we right. definitely, we definitely got to get on our uh, shit where we're way more consistent than we are. Um, definitely, definitely in the works. Um, making a few changes. Oh, I didn't even mention it. Um, did I mention we'll be on Spotify? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Spotify's coming soon. Spotify is real, 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 real soon. I'm talking about by the time this episode drops, you'll be able to get our whole entire back catalog um, as well as every new episode through Spotify, uh, Spotify as well. So um, Apple, SoundCloud, Google, and now Spotify. That's, that's, that's crazy, man. To think that all this started with uh, SoundCloud. Yeah, you man. Remember that shit? Mm-hmm. It, 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 one by one, though. Um, but now to, to kind of go back a little bit in the conversation, but to segue into a diff- totally different topic. Um, I've been telling you about the about the war that was ensuing with uh, Netflix because Disney Plus is coming. And I read that article a few weeks ago uh-huh. that said Netflix has 175 days to figure it out. Right. I remember that. <laughs> they got less. They're not getting the full 175. Um, basically, because today I was reading an article that was published on TheVerge.com. Um, credible source. Starting in November this year, mm-hmm. Disney Plus is coming. And with Disney Plus, let me pull it up because I got it right here as well. Disney Plus, you're going to get. Uh, so Disney Plus is going to give you ESPN Plus and Hulu. There's a partnership. So all you have to do when it starts, and it's all for twelve ninety nine. So you get everything Disney, you get everything ESPN, ESPN Plus. So you, like, if you're anything like me, you're watching UFC fights every weekend, and Hulu. <sighs> it's getting a little uh, Netflix. They're trying to get you out of fuck out of here, bro. They trying to push Netflix out the door. But I don't know. I I just I just I, I see the demise coming. It's on its way. You know, I um it's coming, bro. <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't like I told you this last time, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, if these companies or some of these companies actually got together. Mm-hmm. You know, joined forces. Considering the circumstances in which they're in, you know, I mentioned HBO last time. You know, uh, you know. Yeah, we talked about it. HBO, Warner partnering, partnering yeah. up, shit like that. You know, so I wouldn't be surprised to even see Netflix, HBO, and Amazon if they just created a trifecta. Yeah, that'll be an interesting view. Only because think about it this way: Netflix is going to have to make a move. They're going to have to do something. They're going to have to acquire somebody, partner with somebody. Because they, as currently constructed, I do not see how they can weather this storm. I don't know, man. It's tough. Because, look, you know what? You, I'm going to tell you why it's tough. 
especially when they were trying to go up to fifteen ninety nine. No, they did go up to fifteen ninety nine. Oh, did, uh, I'm late to the party. It, come on, bro. So here's the thing. I, I guess here's here's the bigger, the bigger, the the, the, the I guess the bigger picture. So Disney is a big player in the game, right? They are a big player, but they're not the only player. You see, we have to understand the fact that Disney has its market, and it's a very, very marketable and a very big market. But we have to remember, there's Warner Brothers, there's Sony, there's Tristar as a partnership. You know, you got a lot of different content out there. You have, what was that, Lionsgate? You have a lot of different companies. Wait, but these that, are production companies. These well, aren't streaming services. No, no, absolutely. That's but, your name. But here's my point, though. These are production companies that actually have contracts and deals with set companies that like sure. Netflix, like sure. Amazon, like whatever, to put their movies in certain areas, HBO, all this kind of shit. So the thing would be is that the storm that we're talking about is mainly on children's content in specifics with Disney, which I mind you, Disney is not the only children's content out there. You got, I mean, you're wearing a shirt right now. This is Nickelodeon. But they're the best at it, bro. Well, no one's doubting that. But the real deal here is I just I believe that people just won't mind and just adding that to their payment source without affecting Netflix. Well, I mean, true. But like like me, I'm like I'm the type I'll, I'll get rid of it if I'm not using it. There is a lot of people that will just pay for it just to be paying for it blindly. Yeah. But so, me, like if I can get just about everything that I watch. Everything that I watch right now, bro, literally comes from those three sources. It's usually something that has to do with Disney, ESPN, and I watch a few things on Hulu. But Netflix, I don't really watch. I don't watch anything on Netflix. Like, what do I watch on Netflix? Every time a special drops from a comedian, I go check it yeah, out. Yeah, comedy shit. You know, Wanda Sykes, D-Ray Davis, they all have one. Mike Epps has one up. And hopefully Murphy has one, too. Yeah, and I already told you about that. Yeah, he's he announced on the Seinfeld show he wants to come back. Situation's right. He's coming. Back. Netflix has already slapped seventy million dollar contract on the table. Whatever you want to do, thirty minutes. That's cool. Whatever you want to do, he plus, can go up there and say less royalties. Come on, plus royalties. He sla- They slapped on the table already. You see, but. I mean, going to that extent, you know, just 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 divulging into something I'm very familiar with is the fact that in the end, I do believe, right? Because I don't know if you remember this, bro. Back in the day, for those that are not familiar with with um, with stocks and shit or companies in general, mm-hmm. back in the day, there was going to be an acquisition. Comcast wanted to acquisition Time Warner Cable, and it also wanted to acquisition Time Warner. Okay, two different companies. Time Warner is the actual, you know, it's it's Warner Brothers. Okay, the, the production company, all that extra bullshit in between the televisions and all this kind of shit. So Comcast wanted to do it. It didn't happen. AT&T tried to do this. Mm-hmm. It didn't function. But then AT&T fi- figured out a deal to try to get that to happen with Time Warner production. Okay? Right. That's when uh, you heard that whole shit about... You know, Congress stepping in saying that you, they, they couldn't make that deal because it was just it was too much of a monopoly. OK. And that deal is still in the works somehow, some way. But to my point is this, if you have 
big companies joining forces, mm -hmm. right? See, everybody's not asking the question about AT&T here, bro. The part, the part that it, it's so funny. You got to remember, AT&T was one of these companies, which is why I invest in them. AT&T is one of these particular companies that sits in the background, watches what's going on. They observe. And they just like a, you know, little thief in the night. Mm -hmm. Let me go ahead and I'm going to acquire DirecTV. Let me, well, take, let me take them off the map. But who, just like we said next? with Apple being having a podcast app on their phone uh -huh. since iPhone 4, 5, whatever, years and years ago, and not being able to be the preferred podcast listening source, that's a problem. You're right. right? So to be, it's, it's, it, um, in this day and age. Let me get some t statistics. Wait, wait, in this day and age. People um, don't care about loyalty. They only go where they get what they need. So what I mean by that is um, it's, it takes more than just being first to the party. Netflix, you bodied block, Blockbuster. You got Blockbuster the fuck out of here. Yep. You're first to the party with the streaming shit. You should have found a way to dig your stake so deep in the ground when you planted that flag to make that shit almost irremovable. You could have, because you can't monopolize, quote unquote, but you should have did everything next to monopolization by this point. You should have done everything. You should have had all these companies. When I say that, I'm talking about ESPN Plus. I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking about HBO. I'm talking about Warner. I'm talking, everybody. Right, all these companies should have been running to your front door, and maybe they did. Maybe they did. Maybe the the white guy in the in the, in the nice suit in the corner office turned them away, which would have been a mistake. But if he did, then he did. Do I make sense? Yeah. Like you should have you should have planted that flag so deep by now. But to right now, tell me that Disney Plus is coming. Let me let me fill you in with some. Y'all should be shaking in your boots. Let me give you some quick some quick stats, bro. Just something very simple. Just just for the view. I mean, for the listeners, just to kind of get a glimpse of what we're talking about here. And and this is why, I believe, that you know, the, the conversation of Disney Plus and all that kind of stuff, and the acquisitions that I personally believe will end up happening, it, it, it's going to be a lot tougher than what it seems. So. Just looking at stats, right? Let's look at back at you know late 2018. All right, so before 19 comes up. So Hulu, about 55 million subscribers. When when, when are these stats? I'm sorry. This is December of 2018. Okay. Okay, so it's literally the last official ending year quarter. Right, last right? quarter, yeah. Uh, well, two quarter quarters. Four, of, quarter well, yeah, there you go, quarter four. So uh, Hulu had about 55 million subscribers. Uh, HBO Now had about 17.1 million. Uh, Sling TV had about 6.8 million. Prime Video had 88.7 million. And leading the charge at 147.5 million was Netflix. Mm -hmm. So, jumping into the perspective, it is estimated that about 94 million households in the U.S., and an overall of 186.7 million U.S. adults watch traditional pay TV 
as of the end of 2018. Now, where am so I going with this? Traditional pay TV is cable. Cable. Right? That's okay. right. Cable or satellite, either or. So here's where I'm going with this. So you got Netflix that runs about 147 million. According to statistics of, I mean, we got to wait till quarter four this year to really analyze everything once Disney Plus to hits. Year year. Yeah, to really compare it. But where I'm where I'm going with this, if you have 186.7 million people watching pay TV, right, mm-hmm. cable or, or satellite, and you have one of the biggest companies that actually runs two of the biggest markets, you have AT and T running cable as well as they own. Direct TV to run the parts where they don't have cable. So now you have two different markets in the same book. You got a shitload of money. And you mean to tell me that you had $100 billion ready to buy Time Warner Company? And Time Warner was ready to sell. Given the statistics of time, given the marketing techniques, here's the picture that I'm painting to you. Mm-hmm. What the hell do you think would happen? If this remember AT and T, they're holding on. I mean, they've already showed. They showed their face cards. They have a hundred billion to spend right on the drop of a dime. Okay, mm-hmm. who's to say they won't just buy out a streaming service right off the bat? See, you know what? We don't need to merge with you. We're gonna buy out a full streaming service at a hundred billion dollars just because we want to own three types of markets. Well, we got to see if that if that comes up. That's a nice uh, proposition. That's a that's a real cute proper vi- proposition. But like I said, it's just a, it's just stuff. Well, so that, and that's why I bring it up now. To I'm everybody. talking about it's happening. See, because look, you got places like the zone. See, and, and I like we're dipping into this, man. A lot, of, a lot of people that don't understand like what's happening out there, man. I need a lot of people out here to really get up on game about what's happening, man. Because a lot of us just go to work. Make your pennies, go home, not knowing what's going on in the real world. Mm-hmm. You know, meanwhile, the big fish are making the big moves. And, you know, us minorities, we just chilling like, oh, look. Oh, wow. You got to put your hands in this pot. There's enough to go around. You know, but to, to get to that little finalizing point here, mm-hmm. I really think that this, I mean, if, if I'm looking at something, right, I, I really like AT&T. Just because of the fact that they've already shown that they got the money to buy whatever the fuck they want to buy. And I really wouldn't even be surprised, to be truly honest with you. I really wouldn't be surprised. If they do, if they made that move. If they, Yeah, if they made that move. Let's say they don't buy Warner. Let's say, fuck it, so be it. You know, Warner just sits back because, you know, it was too much of a deal to buy. But can you imagine if these fools take a step back and say, you know what? Netflix, you guys made about 16 point something billion dollars or 20 billion dollars, you know, in, in, in quarter statistics. Mm-hmm. Let me just give you 40 billion and call it a day. Let's put Netflix under the wing. I'm interested to see how that happens because Netflix is going to have to make a move and they're going to have to make some announcements to make these moves pretty soon. Uh I really wouldn't be surprised if they split the shares like they did back in the day. Get more shares out there to make the you know the, the, the evaluation better. More people to buy, less money to pay for it. They're running at about three hundred some uh, three hundred something a share. We gotta see. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, that'll be a that'll be a good thing to see. Hey, let me ask you something, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna segue real quick. <laughs> Because we're talking about this whole thing. So, obviously, you know, for, for those that know what's up, Canelo Alvarez, he's in uh, the zone, 
mm-hmm. right? Under under Golden Boy Promotions. Yeah. You heard about the fact that he uh, he got stripped of his belt? No, I didn't. Yeah, the IBF, I believe it was, stripped him of his belt. When was this? Uh, literally just about a week ago. Why? So the thing is that, and and here's where the here's where the whole boxing thing is now starting to kind of mm-hmm. show its true colors. So turns out what happened was that obviously with promoters and marketing, there's certain fighters that you're set to fight. And there's certain, you know, fights that you can't take because of promoting, marketing, whatever it may be. Right. So it turns out, and, and I'll double check it, but I believe it is the IBF. The IBF pretty much decided and said, you know what, Canelo doesn't want to fight our number one guy, which he's supposed to fight. Golden Boy never expressed that information to Canelo. Mm. Golden Boy pretty much was like, nah, man, we got other fights coming up. That's why money fights. Boxing, this, the way it's set up, man, everybody has their own agendas. Like... And it turns out, I, from what I from what I've read, that Canelo's pretty pissed of the fact that he's like, I didn't know. He's like, I want to defend these belts, and for them to strip me for the IBF, he's like, when I got stripped for the WBC, it was my decision, right? Because they were trying to make me do a fight that I, that I didn't want to do at the time. He's like, I didn't care, but now I'm the champ. I have all the belts, all but I believe two or one. Because uh, uh, Billy Joe Saunders has the other. Um, anyway, so that took place. So Golden Boy is coming out right now, trying to you know trying to build a press conference, say, hey, you know what? It's unfair that they would treat my fighter this way. You know, they're, they're trying to pull the little cards, like, man, you know what? Like, if it would have been another fighter, like Triple G or something like that, they wouldn't pull some shit like that. But because they want to freaking like make my guy, mm-hmm. you know, be up there defending and all this kind of shit. Like they're just trying to paint the picture, but do you realize the problem that stirs up? Because at first you got Golden Boy making fights that is most suitable for making money, right? And while you're making these suitable fights, you have other fights that basically you're the champ. You have to attain to those fights. If you got a number one contender in a division of a certain belt that you're holding, you got to fight him. Yeah, no way around it. And if you give up the belt, man, everybody's going to look at you, man, you're a bitch. Like, why are you champ? Like, don't fight for belts. That's why Floyd never fought for belts no more. You remember that shit? Mm-hmm. Floyd was like, nah, fuck that. I don't even want the belt. He's like, I fight who I want, when I want, how I want. Because he never wanted to be pressed as far as the belts are concerned. Like, oh, you, I have to fight now? This dude ain't going to make me that much money. I'm going to fight this guy. Mm-hmm. And he would let himself get stripped by the belt. But from what it sounds like, Canelo is not that type of person at this particular point in time. Right. So there's a lot of issues going on with the zone. Because, I mean, we all know that the zone is something fresh that's out there. And then you got Golden Book Promotions that backed up the zone as much as they could. Mm-hmm. And now that you got this going on, a lot of a lot of fighters are getting very unsteady. Like, wait a minute. Could we be in sacrifice of losing our belts because we're not being told certain things? Well, I mean, yeah. Um, you feel me? Yeah. I wonder how that should happen, though. Somebody in Canelo's camp, whoever deals with that, they they they, they better have some answers because I don't see how they let that slip. That, that that that's a very big slip. That's a big slip, yeah. Especially especially for Canelo, especially where he's at in his uh in his career and and, and the profile that he's starting to build. 
Yeah, by the way, it was the IBF. IBF? Okay. I just said IBF, right? Yeah, you said IBF. Yeah. Um, so, look, check this out, bro. This is what Canelo put, Canelo put on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He, he puts on Twitter, I'm very upset and ashamed with my fans to be unfairly stripped of my belt by the IBF, but especially when I did not have the knowledge of the agreement that Golden Boy Promotions matchmaker had signed. Mm. You had De La Hoya coming out also on Twitter. I stand behind every single one of my soldiers during battle. And he was, you know, putting this towards um, uh, Michael, um, Michael out of time. Well, at Michael out of time. He's, he's one of the, the matchmakers. So pretty much saying that he is the best matchmaker in the business and that Golden Boy Promotions has been the best and top promoter for a reason. It's called loyalty, hard work, intelligence, and family. Then you had Eric Gomez also tweeting, Robert Diaz did nothing wrong. The IBF has been unfair to Canelo since he won the title in May. Oscar De La Hoya and I stand by Roberto a thousand percent, which is the matchmaker. Okay. Right? So it sounds like Canelo's upset with Golden Boy, but Golden Boy is defending their matchmaker and their contract deals mm-hmm. and pretty much saying, hey, bro, you can't come over here talking this shit, but this is loyalty. Like, you got to stand by what we're telling you. Right. Which could essentially and eventually create some automacity when you think about it, not only for the streaming service of the zone, because they carry fights based on promotional fightings that Golden Boy brings to the table. Mm-hmm. But if you can't make those matches that make sense to make, you know, defending of those belts, people are losing interest, whatever the hell it is. What are you doing? Bro, it's kind of scary. Then what the fuck are you doing? It's kind of scary. Interesting. Very scary. And speaking of what are you doing? What Anthony, are you doing? Anthony Joshua's back talking. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> I heard. Uh, you heard him talking to, uh, about Ruiz? Yep. He fucking says, and I quote, or no, I don't know what he said, but in, in Andy responses, Andy Ruiz's response to um, Anthony Joshua is, AJ says, AJ says he can whoop me in Tijuana. Prove it, unless running in Mexico. Remember that you did have a huge reason to come to America, and I was to build your profile. I read a lot into that. That's deep. You come to you come to America. That is deep. Your first time coming to really to America to build your profile, and I'll beat your ass. So now, now the bad blood is rising. Now you want to come to Mexico. To Tijuana, where I'm from. So it, it, it no, just, that, that shit won't happen. I already know that. Eddie Hearn ain't gonna let that shit happen. You don't think? You don't think he'll uh, he'll fight in Mexico? He don't. A he doesn't have the balls for it. Okay. And you know what? Let me not say that, man. Because I think what if he I, did I, have the balls for? It? What if he did have the balls to let, set that fight up in Mexico? Let me let me retort that. Let me retort that because I I don't, I don't think that you know if if you're if you're a boxer and you're putting yourself in the line, yeah, I mean you got some type of balls, bro. Let's be honest, but. Let me say this much. I don't think he, he he finds it convenient. Thank you, sir. He I don't think he finds it convenient in going out to Mexico to make a fight like this. Because he, at this point, he wants it to be over there, you know, in the UK, where his fans are at. Well, Josh was like, hey. But, you, but remember, he loses that. He 
Well, no, no. What, what, how, the why contract would, why clause. Would Anthony, why would Anthony Joshua go? No. If he wants to fight Anthony, if he wants to fight Ruiz again, Ruiz is going to dictate that. Well, that's the thing. When Ruiz signed his contract, remember, Joshua was a champ. Mm-hmm. So the, the acknowledgments that they put in that contract was that if, in fact, a rematch was to be done, it would okay. be in Wimbledon. It'd be what? In, uh, in Wimbledon. Yeah. So, and, and why would you do that? Because they assumed that Joshua would win, and they said, "Fuck it. If he, if the if the fight was close enough, we'll do this shit again." In in the grandest stage of you know the UK fighters, right? So they could have a hundred thousand fans cheering their fighter. And then make a bigger show out of it. I mean, it made sense. But they never expected to have to go back to the UK and say, shit, we got fucked up. And now I need my fans to support me because, you know. Because <laughs> if you think about it, he goes to New York Madison Square Garden. You assumed that he was in a half. Was it at Madison or Barclays? It was Madison. It was Madison. But he okay. was, he was, they were at the Mecca of mm-hmm. boxing. All right. Damn, you got your shit ate up at Mecca? Bro, he got ate up, man. And let me tell you something, man. The Mecca of boxing has so much history going, dating back to Dempsey, Marciano, Joe Lewis. Man, the list will continue. Carried on for years, all the way down to Tyson. And, bro, it's crazy. So, he expected to have a, a bigger fan base. He didn't have it. How could you if your whole career has been basically over all across the pond? Well, because, you know, he came out trying to be that. Uh, you see, because I don't know if you remember, man. And this, this oh, is. And real, I don't mean to stop you. Yeah. Did we ever. Um, we'll get back to. Did we ever. Um, um, send our uh, rest. Uh, our IPs to uh, Pernell Whitaker? No, we didn't get Sweet to. P. We never got to that. We didn't. We, I mean, we, 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 we were on uh, hiatus during that week. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, so real quick, real quick, I just want to, you know, give an ode to uh to 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 the to, to a legend. Mr. Sweet Pea, Mr. Pernell Whitaker, man. Great, great one of the great greatest fighters. ever lace him up. Um, I ain't never like he's one of the only men that you see with that fast twitch, that fa- like that counter was a motherfucker, man. Oh, if yeah. you threw a punch and it wasn't timed right and you were yeah, you eating one. That's for damn sure. Right? Like, yeah, I don't even know if we ever got to that, but I just want to make sure we didn't, while it was on my mind, I I, I addressed that. I don't know. And we definitely will a little bit more, for sure, because it's definitely worthy of it. Absolutely. But, um, you know, the, who the hell was he supposed to fight? Joshua? Yeah, there was a. I can't remember the dude's name. He was he was a kickboxer dude. I mean, he had a pretty stellar record. He only had one loss in his book. Right? I think it was undefeated. I can't recall. But they caught him with some substance, so mm, okay. he, he couldn't fight. And then Ruiz took that short notice. I forgot who it was too, because I wasn't short notice for Ruiz. That's why Joshua looks a little worse because. This man took the shot, fight on short notice. And after he lost the fight, Andre Ward was like, <laughs> yeah, that dude right there, he was definitely on my radar before I retired. Like, <laughs> he was definitely on my radar. Like, oh, this he, motherfucker. What he said, he's like, he, he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not focused on the right things. Like, his physique is amazing. But that ain't going to win you no fucking fights. You, you you should yeah, not yeah, be in the a gym. Lot of heart. Yeah, a lot you of heart should, though. You should not be in the gym doing battle ropes. It's just 
Your physique, we don't care. You look like a Greek god. Yeah. But you you just got you just lost to Mexican record Ralph. <laughs> and you lost bad. You didn't even you know what I mean? Like you you lost bad. It's just yeah, man. It, you, you, nah, man. I just think Joshua was exposed. Um, I guess they think whatever the next fight is that he takes, we'll all see if uh, if he's for real. Like if he's for real, for real. Like gonna like be up there at the top of the division because right right now, if I'm Joshua, uh, I'm sorry, if I'm Deontay Wilder, I'm. I feel. I feel like I would be sitting in a pretty fucking good spot because when he lost that fight his price went up Wilder's price went up I, I don't know if you oh hell yeah his price went up bro the moment he lost his price went up all of and even even Tyson Fury to a certain point everybody wants to see what the lineal champ is like is he back for real or is he uh you get what I'm saying because it's a lot Wilder's chilling that's why he's at all the fights to this day blinged out sitting up there with Max Kellerman or whoever's calling that particular fight talking shit I'm trying to see damn I can't find mother, that motherfucker he was supposed to fight before I forgot bro it's not important what else we got man what else is important oh wait a minute this is interesting though what's that so I'm reading this right now so Andy Ruiz could lose one of his three world titles before he has a chance to defend it. Let me see the Mary. Let me see. A rematch has been has been pinnacled for November and December in the UK. Yeah, we know this. One of the sanctioning bodies, the IBF, could call on Ruiz to defend their belt against mandatory challenger Kubrat Pulev. Bro, so literally, the IBF literally just stripped Canelo, so they could literally strip the heavyweight champ as well. Even before they get to fucking fight for the rematch. Like, the fuck's the IBF doing? I don't know, man. I have no idea what they're doing over there. Man, look, all I know... see something. Look, man, all I know, to keep it straight and simple, Mm -hmm. there was a podcast a while back ago that I remember I mentioned, and I, and I, I kind of gave a prediction. Have you heard um, Mike Tyson's podcast? Oh, yeah. I love that shit. I've heard, I've, heard, I've heard bits and pieces of it. Motherfuckers be getting high as a motherfucker doing that shit, too. It's fucking hilarious. It's called hot boxing. That's it. What do you think they're talking about? Man, the good shit. <laughs> that sticky icky, that little ooey. And boxing. And boxing. <laughs> shit. Yeah. Nah, man, but I'm telling you, bro, I really believe that, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to get to a point where you're going to have Wilder, you know, getting that rematch with, uh, what's this fucker's name? Fury. Fury. And the winner of that fight will go on to fight Ruiz. And the winner of that fight is King of the Temple. I can see that. I can see that happening. Um, we got to see. We got to see where Joshua Forces his way back into the picture. Up. Nah, I told you, Josh wasn't gonna, gonna make it out of it. He's gonna, he, he's gonna, he, he's gonna find a way to reinsert himself back into the conversation. But uh, like I said, that's gonna take some time. 
I believe he and loses to Ruizia. And these fighters are not going to wait again. Like, if he comes back and he gets a test fight and he loses that, he he's, he'll, he'll fall into a deep, dark abyss. You'll go right back to the UK. No, there's no test fight. He'll never be heard again. He's got he's, he's gonna get one. Nah, he's not bro. gonna he's not gonna step back up to fight Ruiz again right bro, away. The okay. fight is in November. We're in August. Wait, that fight ain't set. That's not that's not set in stone. Bro, the contract shit clause boxing, basically shit show that shit. changes all the time. You think one thing's gonna happen, you think the inevitable is gonna happen, then all of a sudden, boom, here goes the drop. Bombshell. Yeah, you're right about that. Here goes Bombshell. You're right about that. That's be interesting. I, I kinda like the UFC because you can kind of predict. You can kind of see, you can kind of forecast it a little bit. You can kind of see what's next, who's who, what makes the most sense, because it's not, all the politics aren't there, right? Like, you see who the real contenders are. Yeah. Shit like that, but. I can feel that. I can feel that. It is what it is. To kind of segue a little bit out of boxing. Hit me. Mario Lopez. You're familiar with him, right? Uh, J.C. Slater. Stay by the bell. Stay by the bell. Yeah. He did. Um. Fuck. What? <sighs> My memory fails me. I forgot whose interview he was doing. Like who he was talking to. But he did an interview. Did an interview. And what happened? And um, some comments that he made set the world on fire. And basically, what he said is, uh, uh-huh. I don't, I don't remember the exact quote. But he basically said that it's dangerous for parents to support their kids who um, who are non-conforming to their gender roles, who are trans, stuff like that. Oh, my God. Because he was, I think he was asked about another person's situation. Oh, no. The actor. Her name is uh, Charlize Theron. She has her kids. I think one of her kids um, doesn't conform to his gender. He thinks he's a woman or a girl. And Charlize Theron came out publicly and said that she supports whatever her her child wants to do or wants to be. And then he basically, in response to that, when he was asked, he talked about how dangerous it was for a parent to support their child if they're not conforming to their uh, to their gender. Yes, yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was the what is that, the Candace Owens show? Yeah, Candace Owens. Yeah, there we go. Yep, I'm seeing it That's right what he spoke to. Yeah, and I see the comment that he made. So according to this record, he says he suggested during the interview that it was dangerous for parents mm-hmm. of children as young as three years old to definitively label their kids transgender. Now, let me ask you something about that, man. You wouldn't support? <laughs> what do you think? I mean... I think, do, do you think that, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, look, I, I just, you know, spade is spades, right? So do you truly believe that a three-year-old has enough understanding of their body, of their humanity to be able to identify or just be, you know, to pick a three-year-old? How old is your little girl right now? Four. Four. Let's say four. Do you think she, if one day she comes out, says, hey, pops, I'm a boy. I feel this way and this is what I am. Like, um, do you think that understanding, that that grasping of understanding is really there? My answer to that question may confuse you. But my answer is... I'm prepared to be confused. My answer is no. 
I do not think that a child that age fully grasps what uh fully grasps that concept. Okay. But what? in that same breath, mm-hmm. I feel like that's when it's at its purest. Because for a child that young to say, no, dad, I'm a girl, when biologically you're male, mm-hmm. for a child that young to make those um, declarations, mm-hmm. the reason why I feel that that is at its purest is because they have no idea. They have not been swayed one way or another by um, society. You know, circumstances have not. Um, I mean, and most most times, circumstances have not been dealt so hard for this child to make a decision like that. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? They they literally are. They literally do not know the gravity in what they're saying. Now, if a child is thirteen years old and he is saying that. The child that's been deemed male biologically is saying that they're now female. If they're 13 years old, um, I still think you should support that. I still think you should be there for that child. I, th- I still think you should be there to us, uh, you know, just in overall support. Uh-huh. But at the same time, by 13 years old, society has gotten its uh, his hands on you. You've been through some things. You've experienced some shit. I mean, albeit not a lot. You, you get what I'm saying? Like you, you, you have friends. You like certain things. You sway certain. You, you get what I'm saying. Like you're 13 years old, so you're kind of moving around. You kind of so, know what's going on. So it's safe but to at say three, four, five at, years old. You have no clue. Yeah, so, not a single clue. So I guess I, I, I guess I would only ask at this point. Then I mean, so overall, I mean, you know, so is is it deemed? I guess in this case to be fully safe or. Is it deemed to just not label your children? So, I mean, like, you know, when they're born, what's the point of saying male or female, like, when they're born? Like, what's the point? Well, because you, um, I mean, because technically. Because that's science. That's that's biology. But remember, transgender people basically say that that doesn't exist. And that if you you actually determine male or female, then that's basically, I mean, in some cases, they call it it a hate crime, which is what I've read before. If they say that that doesn't exist, um, I'm not going to go that far. Okay. Um, I 1,000% believe in science. Um, So if anybody, like, somebody can say whatever they want to say, how they feel, but they're not going to talk to me about combating science. Unless you're gonna come to me with some science to prove some other science wrong, you know what I'm saying? Like but, but, that's the best tool that we have for anything. But, but so why would I? Isn't that contradicting though? When you think about contradicting it? to what? So I mean, I've I've seen, and again, this is this is this doesn't go for everybody, but this just goes based on the stuff I've seen in media and things like that. Whereas someone will stand there combating things, saying, "Hey, scientifically, you're a male or female," you know. So some people won't address. Like, uh, like there was there was an incident in the schools. You're not gonna deny biology. Well, I mean, here, here's what I'm trying to get to. There was an incident in a school where there was a teacher. Mm-hmm. Okay, I forget this guy's name. I'll, I'll get the information for you guys right now. But there was a teacher who literally refused to have. There was a girl that basically wanted her him to refer to her 
in, in a specific type, uh, like a Z, I don't know what the, the gender was, something that she identified herself as. And he did, she didn't want him to identify her to her as she, her, uh, you know, these anything that would define gender okay. as a woman. Okay. Maybe so, that person was non-binary. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what that means. Um, that means you, you don't subscribe to either. Okay. You can be what you want to be when you want to be. Cool. If you wake up today, you can okay. sag your pants a little bit because you're a dude. You wake up tomorrow, you put on a dress because you want to be a woman. Okay, cool. So in, in that sense, I mean, isn't that contradicting? Because, you know, there's a lot of people that support those kind of people in the sense that They'll accept to refer to them as however they want to be referred to based upon how they feel. But, I mean, you just made a good statement, which at the end of the day, you can't ignore biology. So it's like, wh where do you draw the line for that? Where, where, where does a sand... Well, I just... Well, you know in, what I mean? In a, in a situation like and, that... And like, that's what you're contradicting. And in a situation like that, like... I mean, you can't leave it alone, bro. Wait, society, bro. But no, I, I, I can't leave it alone. How so? Because me or anybody around me... Doesn't um, they don't have me in a position where I have to make that decision, so I'm just not going to make that decision. And so, if I run across somebody who tells me that there's something else, okay, okay, you're telling me that you're a woman and this is how you want to be referred to as, and this is the type of lifestyle that you live, fine, I support you. You, you, you live that way that makes you the most happiest. But at the same time, when you want to take it back to a child, a child has no idea. They have no sexual experience. Life and society hasn't been harsh to them, uh -huh. at least not yet. If you're doing your job as a parent, society uh, society has not been harsh to them. But you can't say that um, either, you know, because, you know, I mean. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, according Doing your to job that, as a parent, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I'm thinking about my daughter. Society has not been harsh to her. Mm -hmm. I have not let her feel one thing. Right. No matter what I've went through, no matter what I thought, no matter how I handled it, she went to sleep and woke up unaffected every single day. Right. Um, she has no examples. Um, she is just a lot of stuff. So she's so pure. So if she's telling me at four years old that I think I'm a boy, I want to be a boy. I feel like I'm a boy. I'll admit, I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't know how to react. Fuck, I wouldn't even know what to say. I'd probably jump on, 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 on online <laughs> and just try to see how do I handle a situation like this. But I feel like in a situation like that is so pure because they have no idea. But now, what if the, the child is 12 years old and came across a sexual experience that they think that and they don't never want to have that sexual experience again. So they say, fuck it, I'm the opposite sex. I want to be the opposite sex. And even in a situation like that, like, you just never know. So you got to support it either way it goes. But what I mean by that is society's happened. Something's happened to make them think that. Now, if nothing's happened and they have these strong feelings and inclinations that this is what they want to be or this is what they should be. I mean, it's. It's tricky. I mean, uh, it's tricky, man. Here's what I think, man. And and this is where I think free speech needs to be elaborated on and the fact of freedom of opinion. Because at the end of the day, an opinion is an opinion, man. It's not an opinion doesn't necessarily have to be it's what you have to do. If I give you an opinion, 
you choose to accept my opinion as fact or you choose to accept my opinion as helpful or you can choose to say, you know what? I thank agree. you. Thank you for your opinion. No, not even you don't even have to disagree. You can just say, you know what? Thank you for your opinion. Your opinion doesn't help me as I need it to help me. So thank you. That's it. You don't have to agree. Right. Or disagree. So I think my biggest concern, and I think I've made this clear in the past, is that, you know, I was reading that little article where he came out and apologized for what he said. Mario Lopez? Yeah, he came out and apologized. Right, because his opinion hurt a lot of people. Right. And, and, And that's the thing. Once again, and 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 when I when I really broadcast this stuff on the podcast, man, you see the thing about it is that humans are opinionated. Okay, very, very, yeah, we're very opinionated. All right, and the fact that can you imagine a society where you can't be opinionated because you whatever you say at any given time doesn't matter what you say. I could get on I could get on stage one day and say, you know what, everybody who likes blue, I love blue. You guys are all my friends. All of a sudden, people come out and say, hey, man, but we like green. You're racist against green. No, no, I never said that. I just said that, you know, everybody that likes, I like blue and they like blue and we're just friends. Well, but I think I think, I think, think one of the problems or one of the holes that Mario Lopez needs to fill, if he hasn't already, is you made an opinion, right, that was against an entire community. So we want you to explain why exactly is it dangerous for you to support your non-conforming child? Why why is it dangerous? Because I'm sure there's many people who don't conform to their gender role who are very highly successful, no, uh, I, who have friends that love them, who buy houses, who go to work every day, who make a lot of money, who you know what I'm saying? So like why is it dangerous? I mean, what makes it dangerous for you to say, okay, son, you think you're a woman or you want to be a girl? I'm, I keep saying woman. You want to be a girl? I think, I, I guess hypothetically, I guess look at it from a hypothetical level. I think maybe this, you know, and again, this is just on a hypothetical level, me analyzing from the outside. That's what I want to know. Why? How? So and I'll give you an an, 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 what is that? analytical answer on the outside. Just a person just watching from the outside, just seeing how it is. I don't have a dog in either fight, but I'm just paying attention to what's happening. The thing would be is that, you know, I got two kids, right? Mm-hmm. I got a little girl, beautiful, and I got my boy. Okay. And they, they fall in age brackets that are very different from one another at this time. Right. Okay. The thing about it is this. Every time I see stuff happening in the outside world, I always consider, okay, if it were to happen here to me, what would be my real reaction? Like, what would really be my form of thinking? Not society's form of thinking. Not how a community wants me to think. Not how that community. Because there's many communities out there. Okay? Because here's the thing, man. And and I think that there, there's, there's a fine line where I think, once again, opinion needs to be an opinion. And you cannot be tarnished because of an opinion. Now, of course, granted, if your opinion is literally blatantly, you know, basically tarnishing, you know, like people in general. Like, you know, like I said, right, the, the, like the, the, it's hate speech. Yeah, hate speech. Like if I you're mean, online, say, you have which, freedom of speech. But which, if you're online saying, hey, fuck all Japanese people. Yeah. Now, now you're yeah. crossing lines that. Yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 and I'll be blunt with you, man. At the end of the day, the whole purpose of free speech is that you, you should be able to do that on some real talk. 
No. I mean, no, no. Here, 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 hear me out on this one. Just simple put. At the end of the day, is it agreed upon? No, of course not. Should it happen? No. But the whole purpose of being able to be free and speak what you want, it's no different from people just saying, you know what, I don't like this in comparison to that. Cool. Okay. Right. No, that's, that's your that's, opinion. That's fine. So if but someone if your out there. freedom of speech is including racist comments and hateful targeted speech and right, like yeah. you, you have freedom of speech, but uh, you cannot be on the airplane that's getting ready to take off and yell fire. Yeah, no, no, of course not. Right, and, like, and, and, but that, come on. But, but it's to my point to what I'm saying is that at the end of the day, a lot of these people just blow smoke up their own asses. You know, I, I tend to look at people for what they are, right? Right. I see some, you know, if I end up seeing some freaking, like, uh, some KKK dude, right? Straight KKK, got the whole Hitler shit on his fucking skull, all this but kind of shit. free speech? You know, but that's why, if I end up seeing this, I'm, this is the example I'm giving you. If I see him in the street and he walks around talking about, man, I hate fucking Spicks. Fuck them. I hate them. Fuck them. They, they took our jobs. They did this. They did that. Fuck these motherfuckers. Fuck them. Now, am I going to go out of my way to go challenge this man? Hey, man. The fuck? Like, no. Why? Because I understand that there's a difference between ignorance and reality. Okay. A free society is meant to work together and be together. You're always going to have some fuck-ups in between. You can't control people, brother. Countries have tried doing this in the past. This shit don't work. Hypothetically, it don't work. And speaking so, of free speech, let's, 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 let's rope in another conversation. This past weekend, uh-huh. there was a mass shooting in El Paso, Texas. I'm sure uh-huh. you heard of it. Yeah, it's fucking sad, by the way. Two of them, actually, not Texas and also in uh, Ohio. Ohio. The but fuck, man. I'm, I, we can, so we can talk about both. First of all, before we start talking about it, I do want to say, I mean, I know thoughts and prayers don't do much, especially in situations like this, right? There's about 34 families um, sad, in dude. both Toronto, or I'm just keep saying Toronto, um, El Paso and Dayton, Ohio, that have to prepare for uh, funerals that they weren't planning on. Um, so, I mean, for what it's worth, you know, my condolences, my prayers, my thoughts, everything goes out to those families, right? Seriously, to everybody Um, out there. And I hope the men involved, right, get, uh, that, that committed these heinous acts, get exactly what they deserve, plus more, like, I hope they think, you know what I mean? It's just a lot, like, I kind of wanted to hold this to the end of the podcast because I hate talking about sad stuff. Um, but we're too close to the topic to just you know let it let it let it let it, let it pass by. But the gentleman in the El Paso shooting that ran into the Walmart and opened fire randomly out of the clear blue sky, he posted a message on a uh, some sort of like some sort of forum, some sort of like uh, white nationalist like forum. <laughs> Right. Right. He has free speech, so he can say whatever you want to say. And then about, if I remember correctly, about 20 minutes later, he shows up at this mall, opens fire. You know what he says? One thing he said is, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to help take care of this uh, Mexican invasion. You really want to get down to it. Mexicans was Mexicans were there first. 
Now let me if ask you a question. If you want to, if you want to open up the history books, look, without, without going too far, let me let me ask you this much. But he posted how, it online, so yeah, he yeah, I his get free that. speech let but, him. But remember, how much of this contributes to mental health? We're not doing that. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have that no, conversation no, no. It, it's, it's, because I'm not gonna take. No. People who actually suffer from mental health and just attribute it to everywhere and everybody. No, it's Fuck that. No. The, the only There's people reason with why. mental health that live perfectly normal lives, that go wake up every day, they take medicine, they do things to treat their mental health. Mm-hmm. So to give that person or anybody that commits acts like that, the mental health plea is a cop out. No. Well, here's my thing. You, you believe in science. Right. You, I mean, your biggest thing is science. The, the, the facts that science brings to the table is what gives you a definitive answer based on the amount of times you test something. Not and definitive, the results. but the closest thing. Closest thing. You, yeah, right. So most heinous crimes that have happened somehow or another. And, you know, and this ain't shit that we're just making up. I'm making this shit up. This is shit that they fucking broadcast. This is shit that's in articles. This is shit they talk about. It ends up leading back to some form of mental health. Now, the thing about it is this. You see, you can't you can't paint everybody with the same brush, bro. Right? Because right now the way that you just painted it is saying that, oh, you know, you can't you can't call this mental health because you, there's so many people out there. No, 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 no. There are so many people out there that are perfectly fine that manage themselves very well. But it is recorded in history and it is recorded scientifically that a lot of this shit that has happened in the past has been attributed because of mental health. Now, I don't. we don't have enough information as far as these two fuckers that did what the fuck they did to attribute that. But that's why I ask in general. Because the whole Batman shit, remember, the, remember that shooting back in 08? At the movie theaters? Was that in 08? Yeah, it was 08 when, when, yeah. when the movie came out. Okay. Back in 08, what was it? Mental health. That's what, that's what they deemed it to be. The shit that happened in Miami... They ended up deeming it mental health. Me personally, the, like I don't no, want to, I don't want to have the but conversation but with these people. Statistics because, though, look at wait, the bombings, no, all no, that no, kind no, of but, shit. But listen, bro. So I mean, how, people, how can we exclude right, that? They may have, they may have mental health issues. That's possible. But they have something else too, which is a hatred towards people. So right, I guess so the dude that uh, the dude a few years ago that ran into the gay nightclub and shot up everybody. Probably, but probably had mental health issues. Uh-huh. That person, that person was also a homophobic person. Uh-huh. That person was also somebody who hated gay people uh-huh. for whatever reasons. Right. Right. The the dude that went that the this past weekend that went into the mall in El Paso, Texas. Out of those twenty one people that he killed, I think sixteen of them or or a, a very high number were of Latin descent. Yeah. That person was racist. And no doubt about Racism, that. homophobic, whatever, all that shit is not a, is not mental health. So let's call it what let's call a spade a fucking spade. Yeah. That person was racist. So if he had a mental health issue, that shit falls by the wayside. To me. Well. To me. If you're gonna run into a fucking theater to for people that's just trying to watch a movie. See, it's it's heinous and disgusting, bro. It's just just being blunt about it. It's heinous and disgusting no matter how you look at it. But my 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 concern about all this stuff is the fact that regardless of it, man, there has to be, because, I mean, once again, man, because when, when I talk freedom of speech, man, I really mean it. You know what I mean? When, when I really, like, when I talk about the shit, I really mean it, man. I, one of the biggest things for me 
for the founding, you know, for the founding system that the, this country has. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why I appreciate this country so much is because of the fact that there are certain freedoms and certain things that should be attributed to you because that's what was given to you at the beginning. Let me but, tell you this. Let me get your thoughts on this, too. Hit me. When um, the mayor of El Paso, Texas, was up... Um, and he got to speak on behalf of the city after the, the El Paso killer ran into yeah. the mall and killed those people. One thing that he said is that the gentleman, hey, what the one of the things that he said is that the gentleman that committed the acts, um, he posted um, some sort of hateful um, messages in his online forum, right? Um, and FBI was alerted. Then about 20-something minutes later, police were called because that gentleman had just committed his, his acts. That's crazy. Police, FBI, were alerted because those motherfuckers watching everything, right? Yeah. Right? So, but it, what my thing is, is that freedom of speech is so broad because... Motherfuckers are online saying whatever they want to say, how they want to say it, when they want to say it. But how do we know when somebody should intervene? Because he posted it online 20 something minutes ago. Right. So it's about how do you bridge that gap between somebody just talking shit to somebody who's posting some shit because they're actually planning on doing some shit all the way until it gets to the point where they actually harm people. That's a, that's a broad line, man. Right? So, like, Very like freedom of speech is so... It's just broad. You see, look... Because we teach our kids, we teach people, freedom of speech means say whatever the fuck you want to say. We... Excuse me. Say whatever the fuck you want to say, when you want to say it, how you want to say it. It's not necessarily that. Well, I mean, here's the thing. And, and or it shouldn't be necessarily it, that. It, it shouldn't be. Look, man, you would hope and pray that you that you were raised with common sense. You see, we, when, I, when I talk freedom of speech, right? Well, I mean, that's the problem. So my thing is this, right? Because... And and this one is so touchy, man. Because like, there's it's it, you're right, man. It's very broad. But I have to stand by what I, I I really believe in this one, which is basically, you know, at no point in time should anybody ever condone somebody talking some some of that crazy shit like that, right? You know, but then it's almost like one of those things where, it, how do I say it, brother? So let's put it this way: just like everything else in life. The moment something happens where someone intervenes to change that way, it is no longer free. And then other pieces of that, you know, get put into perspective. Like, let me let me let me give you something a little bit more deep. So there's 20 some 20 something families in El Paso, Texas right now uh, preparing funerals. Yeah, no, and, but I bet you they wish somebody would have no, intervened. No, and, and look, and here's the thing: the intervening part. You gotta remember. See, look, back in the day, man, people would talk mad shit and they would say it to each other, right? Because there was no social media, right? Okay. Now, I do blame a whole lot to the government when it comes down to 
the shit that they see and how they could react to it. And I'm going to tell you exactly why. When I say people should have, you know, freedom of speech, whatever the fuck, if you ever see some crazy shit being said, some shit that's like outrageous, Mm -hmm. there is no fucking way that you can't tell me that there's not an algorithm that the government has built to identify, hey, this sounds pretty, uh, this, you know, even in that scenario, the FBI was alerted of it, but they didn't make a reaction to it. You see, because freedom of speech. No, that, that would be incorrect. Wait, but how do? You, but but it's hard to bridge that gap. How do you know when it's just somebody talking shit to when somebody's actually well, planning see, to do something? But, but then that that's then that's why I said that's where the fine line comes in. That's where our tax dollars have to be invested in the sense that let's just say the FBI was aware of it. What should happen at that point? You know what? Within less than two minutes, let's double check the back history of everything this motherfucker has. Does he have a criminal record? Does he have this? Does he have that? Does he, has he ever bought a weapon? Does he have anything? Is there anything that would basically be available to us that can possibly condone the fact that this person has an ability to take action and do something based upon what he's saying? True. You see, because there's but how much time does that take? Two you minutes. Want- Two minutes. Bro, l- l- bro, l- l- bro, you're trying to get things to corroborate stories. Listen, You're man. trying to see, oh, I'm this gonna... person just posted this. Let's see just how capable he might be. Bro, you, look, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, and, and I'm going to be very blunt about this one. Because they said 20-something minutes later, listen, police I'm... were being called to the scene. I'm going to tell you something. Okay. 50 years ago, just 50 years ago, these cell phones were nothing but a myth. The capability of having storage memory, picture quality, everything that that phone can do was all a myth. It was impossible. There's no way a chip can hold that much. No. It can do this. It can do that. Oh, my God. No way. Bro, you got a fucking master fucking computer that used to have that back in the day in the 80s you would pay five thousand dollars for for 200 bucks in your fucking pocket so please bro don't hit me with the ignorance of hey there's no way that they could have double checked this within that timeline blah 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 because you're giving me a little story that again 50 years ago we were having a conversation for 50 years prior that's impossible that's bullshit it's no way but yet back in the 80s Phones were tapped to the point that if you were to say specific trigger words, the information was already being sent to the government in the 80s. And you mean to tell me that now that the technology that we have, there's no way that algorithms were built specifically for matters like this? One thing is for you to allow for something to happen. Another thing is for you to actually take action on something. And that's the problem that I do have with the government in itself when it comes down to something like that. Because there's no fucking way that anybody can sit back and say, oh, there's no algorithm that exists. Because you even have companies like Facebook, companies like Instagram, monitoring people's pages, monitoring what people say. Bro. Facebook and Instagram, listen, the same. that's the same company. No, but, but, but listen to me, bro. Let me tell you how something how stupid this is. You mean to tell me that these motherfuckers are so goddamn capable that I can record something live. You remember this, you remember this incident? Which one? So there was a boxing match. It was Triple G against, uh, uh, I forgot that guy. It was on the zone. I literally go on my Instagram and I record live feed of the knockdown specifically. Oh, yeah. I literally recorded 
30 seconds before the knockdown, 30 seconds after the knockdown, and 30 seconds in the middle of the knockdown. You mean to tell me that they were so technically advanced that they were able to capable? I mean, and go go to my followers, bro. My page ain't big. Let's be let's be blunt about this shit. My page is nothing special. It's nothing that it, it, it doesn't have a hundred million views. It does, none of that shit. But you right. mean to tell me they had a fucking algorithm built that the moment that I was recording something, it picked up the fact that I was recording something that was live that people were paying for, and it literally recorded. Everything from before the knockdown, right when the hit happened, it took me offline. It said that you posted something you weren't supposed to post. And it literally blocked out the knockdown. And it brought it right back. Bro, that's copyright infringement. So consider this for a second. You mean to tell me that they have more technology built for copyright infringement than protection? You have more in copyright infringement than the lives of peoples that are in your your system in your network. Mm-hmm. I no, I don't think that. But what I'm like, what I'm, what I think, the, what that. I think the struggle happens is that it's just there that, is no struggle. Look, when bro, it comes down to that, there is none. Because think about it, bro, somebody can post some shit. I don't think it's as easy as you're you're making it out to be, bro. Is because these guys pick and choose what they want. These motherfuckers, you can go up, literally, you can post some shit on Instagram. Mm-hmm. If you post something that politically doesn't make sense for the owners of a business, right? they'll knock you out quick. They'll say, oh, no, 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 that's improper shit. But then you can fucking scroll out and see a fucking picture of a pussy on your fucking screen where thousands of kids are actually scrolling into these pages on Instagram and that's not supposed to be there. Report it and that shit won't come down. Bro, the bottom line to this is that, and where I basically draw a line in, in between this, mm-hmm. is the fact that for me, regardless of what, any hate crime, any talking shit, anything is fucking heinous, and it shouldn't happen in any way, shape, or form. And the fact that, that we have a government that has the technology, the abilities mm-hmm. to protect us, they choose when to do it and when not to do it. That's what bugs me. My tax dollars go invested into so much shit. But you mean to tell me that you can fucking infringe me of a copyright shit that I'm recording live time, but you won't fucking block me or infringe me for fucking literally saying, hey, I'm going to go out there doing some fucking nasty shit to people. And this it's is the, what I feel bro, like. It's the, the fuck I get is what that? you're saying, but it's the it's the struggle to determine if and like if, to decipher somebody just talking shit to somebody that's actually planning on going out and, and executing some bullshit like that. But there's a difference between talking shit and then basically, you know, because I've always like, said. You can go online right now and I hope you never do it. You can go on right now and say, fuck black people. Bro. You're just talking shit. Let me give you a better example. For me, talking shit. Is like going online, man. Fuck LeBron James for not hitting that dunk in the last second. You know, that's talking shit. Oh, you're just touching on another subject. Okay, go on. No, you feel me? That, yeah. that, that's just talking shit, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck this motherfucker because he missed the shot. He missed the shot. You see what I'm saying? That doesn't mean you're gonna go after LeBron. You ain't gonna do none of that dumb shit. Of course not. But there, but there's different verbiage that you use. The moment that you categorize a community, you should be watched. 
It's just that simple. Like I said. Why is that so difficult? They said they were alerted. Okay, bro. I don't know what alerted bro, means. I don't know if they were digging into the situation. I don't know exactly I, what I want, I want to see those taken, reports. But all the they're not gonna give you those reports. But all I know is that they said twenty something minutes later after they were alerted, it happened. See, uh, twenty minutes is. I just think that they could have done more, man. I, you know what? Honestly, maybe, maybe I hope the the sickening reality to this business. I hope to God that there was more that was. Being done, I hope, but we would never know. All we know is that there's families getting ready for funerals. And I hate that shit, man. That see, they look, never expected. You see, niggas just got up and wanted to go to the mall real quick. They probably had some shit planned for that night. Let me go give me a nice little fit. It's like that now shit that happened at the, it, it was over in Delamo not too long ago. Remember that shit? There was, a, there was some shooting in Delamo not too long ago. Oh, I do remember that. I yeah, remember, like yeah. about a month ago. What but was I don't know what that was. Is that I, gang violence? I, I don't know what occurred, but know you know, thing. my biggest problem with this man is that you know what? It's just like okay, it, see, it's because it's, it's, it's such a fucking fine line, man. Exactly. It's such a fine line, bro. It's, it's like it's the, the very more hard the, to walk that the, line. The, the more you try to put it, it's like it's so different. See, and, th- and that's what I mean. It's it's no so it's not so far different from like going back to that bullshit with Mario Lopez with the bullshit he said. Mm-hmm. He was given an opinion that many people agreed with him on, right? But a community didn't. There's, so it's there's like, a lot of people who don't agree. So the the thing was that, but because of that community that didn't agree, he had to come out and publicly apologize, retort what he said. And I mean, and again, maybe the, the the word dangerous was not probably the the proper verbiage to to basically be used. I could yeah. I could agree with that because I want to know why why is it dangerous. But one thing, like, let me know because I'm a parent too. I want to make sure that you know all parents are on the same page. It's because you know what I, I I think I just it's because man the whole verbiage of of, of, of the human language man it's a human That's language. Why I think words have definitions. True. I think a better way to use it is words have usages. You might slow me. Yeah. So when you think about it, uh-huh. you just got to, you know what I mean? Like certain words just sound different when you use them, you know? Right. It's dangerous. Why is it dangerous? What? Well, it's because, you know what? Look, you know what? I, as, as a parent, right? I guess the only thing I, in that scenario, in that scenario. Mm-hmm. See, like I said, you know, lots of times you sit back and you try to analyze. You know, you just you just sit back and analyze. Say, okay, what if I were in that position? What would I do? Right? Right. It's so difficult for me to give an answer to something like that only because of the fact that I'm not, once again, I'm not going based on communities. I'm not going based on public opinion. I'm not going based on anybody else but me. Right. In my household. Right? And the thing about it is that it's like it's... I mean, the reason why I asked that question, man, I mean, you know, what age bracket would would people say that, hey, man, like, you know, where do you encourage? Because, I mean, I remember as a kid when I was growing up, because at the end of the day, when you're growing up, you don't know anything, you know, and you touch that point very well. You don't know anything. So because you don't know anything, isn't it the parents' responsibility to teach you what you don't know? Your parents? To help you identify what is and what isn't? I mean, isn't that the idea or else why have I mean, or else just be born and just be thrown in the wool. Like, you know, I mean, it's, it's one right, of those yeah. things. As like, a parent, you're supposed to mold. Yeah. So in that sense, it's like, because look, man, like I said, as a kid, 
my old man would basically tell us, you know, hey, hey, stop that. You know, hey, no whining. Girls whine. Right. You know what I mean? But that make it, once again, we're talking older days, right? Because now if you say girls whine, girls be like, oh, we don't want, you know what I mean? Like it, it's different now. But my thing was that 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 temperament that was given to us back then, mm-hmm. it wasn't because they were trying to be evil to us. It wasn't because they were trying to change who we were. It was because they were trying to mold us for what we actually were. I get that. My so, dad used to say, I'm going to be hard on you because if you ever get entangled in the web of the law, it's going to be much worse than I could have ever been. It's going to be ugly. I actually care about you. But if you get tied up in the law, you're dealing with a bunch of motherfuckers who don't care. But consider that. that, that a bunch of motherfuckers that's, that's, a moral doing a, situation. that's doing a job. But let me ask you a question, bro. And be honest now. This is, this is, I'm about to put you in a barbershop right now. We're getting, a, we're getting a fresh fade. I like the barbershop. All right. The fresh fade is this. If your pops at the age of four would have saw you walk into your mom's room and walk out with some heels while he's over there sipping his little brew, do you think he would have said, oh, look at look at baby Ivory. Look, it's so cute. Hey, you, you do you. Not at the, not, I, yeah. Look, not at why not? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why not? Wait, wait, whoa. Because, why? um... Because my dad was born in the 1950s, so it's incorrect. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't agree with him. You wouldn't agree with what he would have done back then with you. I wouldn't. Well, so I wait. Say it again. I'm, I pose the question so, again. So, so here's my thing. Yeah. All right. So this is why I love the barbershop shit. So if your pops is sitting in the house, he sees you walk into the room, into mom's room, right, and he sees you walking out with with her heels. Wearing the heels and doing these, you know, walking the, do, do, doing the, what is that, a catwalk? <laughs> would your pops would have been like, oh, yay, look, look at oh, that, no, looking so that's cute. That's not happening. Why not? Just not. Just the way I was raised. Just the way my pops Good parented. Deal. So perfect. So, and because that's an old school method. Now, let, let's, let's flip the script now for a second. And I'm not going to use your own little girl in a concept, but let's just say hypothetically you have a boy. And your boy comes out doing the catwalk. Wearing, you know, your chick's heels. I mean, do you embrace him? I mean, because if he's doing it, I mean, because the, the way that they're making me feel is that if my kid is doing whatever the hell they're doing, I have to say, yes, you look great. Keep doing what you're doing. If I, that was to happen, if I had a boy and that was to happen and he's wearing heels. And at, the, at the age of three. And three he's walking years old. Doing his thing. And making that cow walk look good on top of that. Hey man, hey, real quick, podcast. Wait, no, 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 wait, wait. Whoever, who's ever listening to this? This is exactly. He's getting a real kick out of this question, and he, he's this podcast is not going to be over until I get a, he gets an answer for this question. That's why I hate this motherfucker right here. I do not like this man. Right? <laughs> Hey, hey, to hold that one. That's why you gotta make sure that the people that you fuck with, you really fuck with them genuinely. Because oh, my God. Nah, nah. But on some real shit, if I had a boy, three years old, he walks out, you know, doing his little thing, prancing around nah, nah, doing the in my walk. girl's heels, can walk, whatever he's doing. Making it look good, yeah. right? In the climate that we're in, I would just leave it be. 
So because of the climate that we're in, you'd leave it be. So to you, be honest, to be honest, yes. So because of the climate that we're in, and then I've also read a bunch of articles that um, the best way to debunk um, children's thinking, their behavior, shit like that, is to ignore it. So, you know what I mean? Because when, when you don't ignore it and you give it attention, that gives it power. Does that make sense? I don't know, man. I guess so my, my life experiences show me otherwise. If, if your son is if your son is throwing a tantrum, yeah, you ignore it because that'll let your child know what you're doing right now is not acceptable. I don't respond to things like that. Use your words. This is not the way to act because the moment you come on, hey. Go, Get mad and throw throw shit around and and spank them and put them stop put on timeout. Your child knows that you see it. Your child knows that what you're doing, or I'm sorry, your child knows that what they're doing is winning you over. It's getting a rise out of you. So you just chill back in. My daughter throws a tantrum. Turn the TV up because I'm not gonna give power to a tantrum. If you want something, use your, I tell my daughter all the time, use your words. You, she talks brilliantly. I know she does. I've heard She it. holds a conversation. Like, she can literally, like, you hey, know man, what I'm saying? Hey, hey low-key, just on some real shit, man. And look, for, for those that have met, you know, I, you know, my boy's kid, I mean, she's brilliant, man. Like, Bro, for, for her brilliant. age, fuck She oh, comes to me. Brilliant. She brilliant, comes man. to me and tells me shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just. I know. This is what it is. I'll come home from work. How was your day? Like, why you late, bro? She tells me stuff. I oh, it was, it was good. Um, me and grandma went to uh, Baskin Robbins, and like, not just we went through. We went to Baskin Robbins because my my um, yeah. they like to do that. Like, you know, they I mean? go grab ice cream and shit. We went to Baskin Robbins. And, um, oh, what you eat? For, what you have for ice cream? Oh, rainbow sherbet. Oh, mom, you eat that all the time. On top of that, the hardest shit to pronounce in the fucking ice bro, cream like, fucking lane. Bro, she, like, she says that. God damn. Oh, what'd you eat for uh, lunch? Um, um, ham and cheese. Like, just, like, like, she, so when she's throwing a tantrum, I'm not going to talk to you until you use your words. Because you're crying, are you tired? We can go take a nap. It, so, so, I th- so to kind of get back to your question, though, I, in this climate, I'll probably in the type of parent that I am and that I want to be, I'll probably just ignore it. Um, okay. You get what I'm saying? Okay. I wouldn't give it that power, but I mean, if time went on and. It kept happening and happening more and more. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times kids do shit, um, and when they find out it don't work, they don't never do it again. Like my daughter, like she, she genuinely does not. She she still does that every, every now and then. I'm she don't, kidding. She don't, that's she, don't, she don't be throwing like as much as she used to. She don't be throwing them in tantrums. I don't know, of course. Right, but but that's a, that's a natural instinct of kids. Because she yeah, she yeah. she know nothing's gonna happen while you doing all that. While you doing all that crying and screaming and throwing yourself on the ground and. You know, but, you know, the the fact like climate, for example, like you mentioned the term climate. I think, you know, there's a lot of merits 
to that, that, that term, you know, but when I, when I refer to climate, it's about the climate in my house, right? It's not about the climate in the outside world. Right. Like, for example, you know. Do you feel like your household is going to, because the outside world is nothing like your house. Yeah, of course not. Right? No, Do you feel like the, 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 the way that things happen in your household is going to prep them to be able to deal and handle with things not inside your household? Outside, at school, in the streets, in life in general. Yeah. Because I'll, 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 give, I'll give you a prime example as to why. Okay. Right? You see, because it, times change. You know, have you ever heard? And, and it's so funny, man, as we get older, why, and at least for me, it's been this way. My grandfather would tell my dad, boy, back in my day. Right. My father would tell us, boy, back in my day. <laughs> I'm telling my kids, boy, back in my day. You know, everybody has a back in my day story, you right. know, because if you if you go, I mean, I know a lot of people don't follow the biblical shit, but I mean, if you go back all the way to that timeline, I mean, shit was pretty rugged back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got you had people getting stoned, you know what I mean? But we're not going to get into, into too much of that. The point is, everything was back in my day. So everything's pretty much been softening up as time goes along. Right. I mean, generations do this. But the one thing that I do strongly believe, and I do feel at least amongst a lot of certain families, there are certain things that just do not die as far as tradition is concerned. And what, I, what I'm going at with this is that, you know, in the end, right, the bottom line is that if you're going to turn out a certain way, whether you whether you were freaking embarrassed, whether you were tarnished, whether you were abraced, whether you were given everything, whether you weren't, I mean, whether or not you were given or not given whatever the fuck the end result is, the end result will result to be the end result. Nothing's going to change that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm a big believer of the fact that at the end of the day, what's meant to be will be. Okay. Doesn't matter what the fuck you try to do. You try, I mean, you know, you, you do your actions at the moment based upon how you find it fitting, based upon what you believe in. Because that kind of like we was off air when we was talking about it, but that kind of goes back to the conversation we had in the car uh-huh. just coming up here to, to start the podcast. Just about picking and choosing your battles. Of course. Like, like I was I was even telling you as far as like just stop trying to control everything. Of course. Like. I was literally very, very young age. I would say six, seven years old, young age. The first prayer that I ever learned was a serenity prayer from my dad, which is, God, grant me the serenity. And serenity just means peace, calm. Of course. Right? Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. You got to be able to, you can't change it, deal with it, move on, right? God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Um, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot The courage to change the things that I can and the wisdom to know the difference. That's That prayer is just all in a nutshell of the shit that I want to practice on a daily basis. I want to be able to know what I can control, know what I can control, and just know how to decipher the difference between them. How can I affect this? Because there's a lot of shit that I can't control. Yeah. 
But again, a lot of shit that I can. Right? Crazy. You, you see somebody trying to fight with themselves and you just got to tell them, just let it go. That is going to be what it's going to be. You it's can't good. do anything about that. It's because sometimes you just got to find that in you, man. Like a lot of us don't have that. And, and, and that's where I kind of go with this stuff, man. At the end of the day, I do believe that in the end, and, and I mean, fuck it, man. A lot of people may disagree with me with this, but I mean, that's life, man. At the end, children, I mean, anything that's new, mm-hmm. it's, you know, put it this way. Yeah. Let me put it to you like this, okay? When you go work for a company for the very first time, what do they put you through? Background check? <laughs> okay. I don't know. Well, <laughs> okay, very good answer. A, a drug test? <laughs> okay, all right. Let, let, once you're hired, yeah. what's the first thing a company does? They invest money to do what? Get you trained. They get you trained, right? Does a training mean that you're going to turn out to be the way that they wanted to? Does it what? Does the training mean, like the investment and the training that they put? Oh, no, not at all. It, it, I mean, they, they, they do it with the best intentions, hoping that you'll turn out exactly as they want you but to. that's why they put a lot of hope in the interviewer. Well, no, because I'm, in that 30-minute interview, more so than anything, I think, uh-huh. is they're trying to get a judge of character. Well, I mean, but, but let, let's cut that part out, though, because you're absolutely right. Because remember, we're searching. But the, the analogy that I'm trying to get to mm-hmm. is that essentially— when you're new to something, once you're in, the idea is to be trained, mm-hmm. right? The idea is to get you trained. The idea is to mold you a certain way based on what's fitting onto your environment, okay? I look at life, and, and, and this goes this goes towards business as well. Any business out there, man, I don't give a shit. If you're a business, the idea behind a business is that whenever you basically do business with other people, you're molding them to basically be beneficial to you and likewise. Right. Okay. So my thing is that kids are the same way. Kids are brand new to this game. We are old enough to understand that there's a game to be played and we have to play it a certain way to get to where we want to get. So what I'm trying to say with this is that, you know, I'm not going to encourage per se, Right. Like I'm not I'm not gonna go out one day, let's say for my son. I'm not gonna go to the to, to the store and stand in the middle of and on purpose stand in the middle of the, the boys' aisle and the girls' aisle and see which way he goes. I'm not gonna purposely buy him some little small heels and a dress and pants and a shirt and have him pick what he wants to wear. You follow what I'm saying? I'm, right. I'm purposely not gonna go to that. To, to that extreme. You see what I'm saying? Because right. as, as, a, as a human being, I understand that, okay, you know what? This is the wild we're talking, right? Let's say a lion is lion, right? A lion basically, you know, you can't change that. Lion does lion shit. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you teach a lion how to do lion shit. So if I'm a man, I'm going to teach you how to do some man shit. Like that's my responsibility as a man. Right. Right. If it's a woman and it's a little girl, the woman has to teach the little girl how to do some woman shit because that's what they know is the woman shit, right? Like that's that's the mold. Now, if between these fine lines, we're teaching them that stuff and they fall out of that category for any XYZ reason throughout the time, I feel it's our responsibility to try to bring them back into what they are. And if in the end, 
it doesn't turn out to be that way, then so fucking be it. But you're not just going to fucking sit back and just cross your arms and say, oh, no. The first hint is, no, that's enough. That's it. Like, wait, no. It's, it's like it's like saying, hey, you know what? I'm a lion. You're my cub. I mean, you're my little lion. And the moment that we go out Cubs, there, right? you know, you go smell a little flower. Oh, no, he's not going to go hunting. Oh, no, he, he's smelling a flower. He's not a hunter. We're good. No, this motherfucker's going to hunt it right now with me. Yeah, I mean, because at the end of the day, once again, there are certain objectives as children that you have to embrace in them. Because I've always felt that parents are like politicians. All right. That's what they are. Mm -hmm. It's whatever they feel fitting. You see, because if you have the same conversation with somebody that believes in, you know, that, that has the idea that, you know, uh, what, what, what was that term you told me? Uh, bin what was it called? Uh, binary or, or yeah, non-binary. Non okay. so, so naturally, if a non-binary parent, you know, were to, let's say, you know, be with the child, their conversation may be different from the age of two to three. Why? Because that's the concept. That's the political mindset that they have. Like, oh, no, no, no. Let him do whatever he wants. Here, I'll give him the option. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. You know, so, I mean, it's one of those things where it's just like, it's a hard conversation to truly have, man. Because at the end of the day, the same way that people have free speech to speak what they want, people have free will to do what they need to do or do what they want with the stuff that they own. Like, if you have your house and you want to paint your house fucking pink, red, and yellow... In the inside, who am I to fucking walk into your house and tell you, hey, bro, this, this fucking color is shit, dude. No, 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 no. You can't be doing that. <laughs> yeah. I can't do that. You, you follow what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we have to start respecting boundaries. And the thing is that, like, if you have your own kids, then you raise them the way you want to because they're yours. If you have your own home, you paint it the way you want to because it's yours. If you have an opinion, give your opinion. You know, but if, if, if you know that your opinion is shitty, keep it to yourself. Right. It's common sense. Right. But again, it just kind of bounces back to all this stuff. Like in my honest, genuine perspective, me personally, I got a little lion at home. Mm -hmm. I'm going to teach this motherfucker how to be a lion. I got a lioness at home. It's my objective to have her understand what a lioness does and what a lion tries to do to a lioness to teach her the game. Right. To help her understand so she doesn't get hurt in the long run. I may not be successful, but it's my job to do it. Right? It's your job to try. It's your job to try. So the end result to all of this, man, is basically at the end of the day, if you own some shit, right? I mean, right. It's, it's entirely up to you how the fuck you want to do it. Because once again, man, it's like when you're buying a car, you go to the dealership, bro. I mean, people can't tell you what you like. You can't have motherfuckers influencing you. At the end of the day, you buy what the fuck you want to buy. You do what the fuck you want to do. Right. You follow what I'm saying? It's just the generation changes. Well, it, it, no, I, I believe it's, it's not just, even the generation, bro. Like, it's the political views that change. Bro, people change. It's just, it just what it is. You can't expect your son to put Jay-Z top 50 all time. Wait. He can't. <laughs> so it changes. So at the, at, at, on, on that same token, it, it, bro, we just, just got to learn how to 
it's, learn it's, how to adapt. It's not that it changes. See, it, you know, the, the, there's a thing. I've always said this before. People never change. They just adapt. And you just made that clar- the, the clarified statement. People never change. They adapt. Mm-hmm. Here's the catch, though. We're talking generations. Okay. Generations will have their generational figures. So the thing is that, of course, he can't see Jay-Z to be the top best of the shit because why? He didn't grow up on Jay-Z. He grew up on Drake. He grew up on Lil Wayne. You see what I'm saying? It's shit, whatever. Not even that. He's going to grow up on fucking Lil, Lil some shit that whoever's, you're going to be like, this motherfucker is trash, but your son's going to swear up and down this motherfucker is nice. You're going to sit there and you're going to be like, you know what? Let me show you something. You're going to put on some Snoop Dogg doggy style. He's going to be like, no, this is weak. You're going to be like, oh, man. It's going to hurt your heart. Someone's going to get decked that night. Let me tell you what. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to put on some game. He's going to be like, I was listening to some game earlier. I was like, this nigga's fucking nice. But yeah. So you're going to look at him with a game. I love this shit, man. You but, know, and you're right. Yeah, you know what? Generations change, and you know what? I, you just gotta. I'm glad you stand corrected, because some people just can't. No, it's because I, <laughs> I, I have to admit. Look, man, I, I've always you know me as a person that at the end of the day, you know, I believe what I believe, but I mean, there's there's factual shit that you just can't get around. Right. You know, generations change, shit like that. It, it will change, but it doesn't change the fact on my behalf that it's my responsibility and it's my duty. Mm-hmm. To do what I need to do as a man, and a woman needs to do what they got to do as a woman, for the for the children, man, for the generations, because or else, I don't know, I don't want to say chaos, man, but I mean, I I just you know it's anarchy. Yeah, man. Think about it this way: the bees, right? Yeah. You can't have honeys if you don't have worker bees. God forbid everybody becomes a queen bee. Too many chiefs, not enough Indians. You know what? If That's the episode right there. If everybody is sitting in the throne. That's the fucking episode. What is, say it again. Repeat that to them nice and slow. Uh, too many chiefs, not enough Indians. I'm sold. That was episode 45, ladies and gentlemen. A good rent is the podcast. Um, I know y'all going to be hitting me up, telling me I missed this. I missed that in our set, in our show. But definitely let me know. Let me know what you think and let me know how you feel. Again, we can be heard on Apple. We can be heard on Google, SoundCloud. And um, this coming week, we will now be heard on Spotify. So I definitely appreciate all the feedback, all the listeners and everything. Oh, man. Yeah, everything that y'all got for us, no, man. No, no, we definitely on, appreciate what, what, that. What'd you miss? Um, you, you said it, man. You got 30 seconds. Hit it. I wanted to, I, I kind of wanted to talk about that. Uh, Carmelo Anthony, he, he did an interview with Stephen A. Just talking about everything, but it's cool. Next time. We might. I don't know, wait a minute. We, 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 might, we, we might hit y'all with, a, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a, an episode of some sort. But again, these are all just ideas. I'm trying to bring shit to life you know, over here. You know, man, let, let's keep on the speculation. The bottom line is that next topic we're going to touch on first will be Carmelo. Yeah, because I... Stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. Episode 45, Good Riddance, the podcast. Um, Everybody, let's stay serene. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. That's it. Over and out. One. That was real. Hit the space one.